Hi, readers. I'm Katie. And this is Sarah. And we are bookish like that. So it has been a while since we've recorded. Over a month, I think. It's not because we stopped. We are back, full-fledged. Mm-hmm. What had happened was Sarah got COVID. Yeah. And then the holidays hit. Yeah. And then I got sick with something. It wasn't COVID, but it was some sort of nasty respiratory thing. And then it was Christmas. And then it was New Year's. We didn't even think we were going to make Christmas, so. No, it's just been a whirlwind of things. So we had to take a break, and then we're like, okay, well, we've taken a break so long. Let's just wait until after the holidays. Let's make new goals for the podcast and the Patreon this year. Yeah, and we had plenty of time to read. Mm -hmm. So we are back at it, full-fledged. No more long breaks like that until next week. Christmas until, the, until <laughs> December. Yeah, so we're good we'll right have now. To do break time, I think. Yeah. Well, it's just so hard because, you know, not only is it Christmas, but also other, like that's high flu season and high cold season, and then your yeah, kids you don't are, really want to bring it over to somebody's house. No, yeah. and then your kids are in Christmas programs and blah blah blah. Yeah. It's just never. And then I'm doing hockey right now. Hockey is in full swing, which is a winter thing. It's just a mess. Yeah. It just got kind of got away from us. But we're back. Nothing's changed in my life at all. Rose got third place in the science fair. You're not going to convince me that she wasn't robbed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm cool with it because she's cool with it. She is cool with it. But in my core, I'm like. Should have been first. I will burn that building to the ground. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Just joking. No, she knew going in. That she thought that she would place. And then she saw this other kid's project. And she came home and she was like, I didn't get first place. That was really cool. I'm fighting for a second. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And then she got third. And she was like, that's some bullshit right there. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, a little. But it is what it is. Life goes on. We're happy with third place. Ruby is not doing anything. No. She's potty trained. There you go. That's something. I think we're full-fledged potty trained. She'll be four soon. Yeah. She was really afraid of the toilet for a long time, yeah. but she's over it now. What's going on with you? Oh, back to school. My kids missed everything for Christmas. They missed the Christmas concerts. They missed the Christmas parties because of COVID. They didn't have it, but I had it, so they couldn't go to school. Oh, that sucks. And they never got it, which no. is good. Well, yeah, that's a blessing. So, apparently that one's not super strong with kids. No, I mean, it's all of us. No one knows what we're doing. We're all scrambling. We're all trying to survive. Thank the Lord for books. Yeah. Supplies just too pesty. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, what's been right in my mouth? I know. Okay. So, we are starting off this year with the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Yeah, and it's a little bit older book, but we hadn't read it yet. And we've been seeing it lately mm-hmm. in everybody's, like, top lists of books, their favorites. I was a, I thought the cover was so glamorous mm-hmm. that I wanted to read it. And then I read it, and I can't get over it. Yeah. It was probably, it's going to be hard to top. Well, I saw it on somebody's list, um, like on Instagram or something. They had a list of books they wish they could read for the first time again. And this was one of them. And I thought, that's such a fun list. And I had seen this one on other things, other people's 
favorite books. And I thought, oh, well, then we got to read it and see if it matches up. What I also... Okay, let's just not... And we've heard about this author a lot. Yes. She has very popular books. We've never read any of them. So this was our first one. All right, well, let's get into it. Yep. So we start off the story with our girl, Monique. And she's sitting in her boss's office. And her boss is named Frankie. And her boss is telling her that this old Hollywood movie star, Evelyn Hugo, is wanting to do an all-inclusive interview. And that she's only going to talk to Monique. Like, Monique is the only one that's going to get the story. So if she doesn't take it, she's just not going to do it. And Frankie's is the boss, right? So I know she has to make some very hard calls. But she straight up tells Monique, we tried to convince her not to use you because you're not our most experienced yeah, she's kind of rude. Yeah, I thought so. Well, Monique takes the job, of course, but she is a little stumped that... She's kind of with them. She's like, I don't know why they'd want me. <laughs> well, and the fact that Evelyn called her out by name and yeah. would only work with her. So she's kind of a little bit curious as a, to why. It's a fun start because it is a mystery to start out with. And you want to know. I wonder what it is that they have a connection about. Well, so during this, like exchange between her and her boss Monique says that her dad used to photograph movie sets and so her boss is kind of thinking like well maybe it's because her your dad photographed her on a movie set one time yeah well she calls her mom and is like did this ever happen and her mom was like no he never saw anyone that high class yeah she's like I don't think so I don't think he would have done that that theory is out the window but maybe and he just never told her mom about it yeah I don't know so that's the only thing that Monique says will happen. Well, Monique goes home, and at this time we learn that her husband has left for San Francisco because he had a job opportunity, but she didn't want to leave, and they're in New York. She liked New York, and she wasn't about to move across the country for his job when hers was doing so well. That's a hard spot to be in yeah. because... But you don't get the feeling that she's that tore up about it. It's just something that's happened. See, I think she is sad about it. To me, she's just kind of like uh, just going with the flow with everything. Like, she doesn't want to have any emotions about anything. She doesn't have a lot of emotions. I think that she is... I think she's still in the, like, numb phase of it all. Maybe, And you're doing this thing like, well, maybe I should have moved. Or maybe he should have stayed. Or maybe we could have done long distance until that job... Right now, they just I mean, weren't good at communicating. No, I think, <laughs> but I think that she is. I don't think that she like doesn't care. Yeah, I think that she's just kind of turned it off. Yeah, to survive, which is totally mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, that's true. Well, she goes to Evelyn's house to you know meet up with her and figure out what all this is about. Evelyn tells Monique that she doesn't actually want to do like a real interview with her. What she tells Monique is that she wants her to write down. Evelyn's life story as like a book and then when Evelyn dies she wants Monique to sell it to the highest bidder and Monique gets to keep all of the money that she makes on the deal the catch is that she only gets to do it when she dies and she has to do it justice like Evelyn was very much like you have to do my story justice you're not allowed to warp anything you're not allowed to put a spin on it it has to be what I tell you yeah and it is, a, Monique's very confused, which it is kind of confusing. You're like, okay, so I'm lying to my boss mm-hmm. about what I'm actually doing. They're not going to make any money off of this. They're supposed to keep paying me. Well, and then Monique <laughs> keeps asking, like, 
well, when you die, hell. Like, yes, exactly. And then that's another layer to it of like, what do you mean when you, I'm supposed to hope for you to die? Like nobody wants to live life like that. I won't get any money until you die. Well, Evelyn keeps telling Monique, you won't have to wait that long. But Monique's just like, what do you mean? Like, you yeah, don't know are that. You sick? Yeah. And she asks yeah. her at some point, like, well, are you sick? And she's like, no. Okay, well, then you can't tell me that yeah. I don't have to wait that long. So it's all just very mysterious. But how the hell do you pass up on that offer? Yeah, and it makes you want to keep reading. Yes, it does. It was so good. Okay, so now we're, Monique has decided to take the job. She's going to do it. She's not positive what she's going to tell her boss, Frankie, yet, but she wants, she's hooked. She needs to know Evelyn's story and why Evelyn will only tell it to her. So she agrees. So now Evelyn starts her story. And we start off every, so she has seven husbands, obviously. Each husband is like a chapter. So it'll be like the first husband is like Ernie Diaz, and he's like husband number one. And so you read his story mm-hmm. but then when you get to the time when she meets the next husband the next page will be like the ch- chapter title and it'll be his name yeah. does that make sense and if, at first you think seven we but gotta get sense. through seven of these like but then as you're reading how it all happens and how she moves on to the next it's it fits it's very, yeah and yeah. it's very realistic so many emotions in this oh book. my god i couldn't you know? even Okay. It isn't. It's intense. So she's telling her story. We start off with Ernie Diaz, who is her first husband, the one she had before she was famous. And she mentions that her mom has passed away and she lives with her dad, who was very verbally abusive and emotionally abusive. And Evelyn was growing up and she was turning gorgeous. Like she was already turning heads. And it was like one of those once in a lifetime beauties. And she has noticed that her dad is staring at her longer than he should. And she knows in her core, it is time to get the hell out of there. She knows soon it's going to turn physical. Yeah, before it's a different kind of abuse, she leaves. Because it's a hard thing to deal with. Well, and that you've noticed that your dad is staring at you longer than he should. Oh, I've got goosebumps. I just gave myself goosebumps. That's disgusting. Yeah. But also, I'm, as another female, I'm proud that she recognized that and Mm -hmm. got out. Yeah. So she's a fictional character, but it happens, and I'm still very proud. So her friend tells her that a guy upstairs is going to L.A. for a job, and Evelyn knows that she needs to, like, get with him and shoots her shot. Like, he's going to L.A. She knows in her core that's where she needs to be. She goes and does everything she can to make this guy fall in love with her. Well, and at this point... This is, what, in the 50s, probably? Yes. That's probably the only way she's going to get to L.A. as a woman. To have a husband who's going to take you there. Because you can't hitchhike at that young. Yeah, no. So Ernie marries her, and they move to L.A. And when they get there, she gets a job at a diner next to a studio lot where, like, a lot of Hollywood people hang out. Smart move because her goal is to. I don't know if we said this to be famous. Yes, she knows that her mom always needs to do that. She should be famous. Well, and she has like an eye, not an eye, she has a knack for knowing exactly where she needs to be at the right time. Yeah, so she has seen, yes, she was meant to do this. Mm -hmm. So she has seen, like, okay, there's a diner there, they have to break for lunch at some point, at some time, they're gonna go there. Because it's close and easy. So that's where she gets a job. And it works out because two weeks later, she has a contract with Sunset Studios. Which in this book ends up being a big deal. 
So she starts working. She changes her name. She dyes her hair blonde. I mean, like, she does all of it. Everything they tell her to do, mm-hmm. she's like, okay, whatever it takes whatever to it be takes. famous. She gets, a, like, a few small background roles, but she wants something bigger. And so she goes to a man named Harry, who I think is somewhat of, like, a casting director, managing type role at this place. And somewhat young still. Yes. It sounds like. But like, it, not one of the older guys that's been there a while. No, but it never, like, goes in to say exactly what his job title is. But that seems to be always yeah, kind of what he right. does. Mm-hmm. Well, she tells him that she wants a bigger role. And he tells her, Ari, like, the top dog of this Sunset Studios... Won't ever give her a bigger job because she doesn't have the look a movie star should have. Basically, she's not white. Yes. <laughs> Even yeah. though she's beautiful, she's not white. And so she happens to run into this Ari guy and convinces him, convince, you can't see me, but I'm doing the air quotes. Yeah. To give her a part. And like what that really means is that she lays on her back and lets him do what he's going to do. Yeah. And that's how she gets a part. I wasn't mad mad at her, though. You know what I mean? It's like you kind of understood, and she understood. But you were bad at him, because why can't you? She's good enough to sleep with as a woman of color, but not good enough to be on the big screen as a woman of color, because she's not white. Well, they were all shitty. Yeah, I just... It was a shitty time That mindset... Well, I mean, a lot of times happen, but this was... It was. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And it was like, you understood where she was coming from. And she wasn't naive in life. No. She knew what she was doing, and she knew what was going to have to be done. Well, and she, like you said, it was like a means to an end. Yeah. So she was going to do this one time, and then never look back. Mm -hmm. So I I get what you're saying. Well, I mean, like, again, she has this knack for being at the right place at the right time and knowing exactly what she needs to do because she took off she she divorced ernie and is now living like the hollywood life she's like i felt bad he cried a lot (laughs) ernie loved her so at this point in the book i am kind of thinking the reason she wanted monique so badly is because monique is the love of her life and or not Monique. Her, Monique's dad was the love of her life, and her dad just doesn't have any pictures of her because he got rid of them. You know, I still like, didn't know what was happening because, like, and, and we forgot to mention this, but Evelyn is telling Monique, "I have seven husbands. Everyone has speculations about who I was the most in love with. I'm going to tell you who was the real love of my life." Yeah. And at this point, I'm thinking, well, it had to have been Monique's dad. That's the only connection that these people have so far. She had- mentioned it wasn't Harry and at this point you already knew that her and Harry had a special bond yes well that's just the thought I had so the studio wants to market her next movie and they send her out on like a bunch of dates so that she's seen around the town and she ends up going a date with this other star at Sunset Studios Don Adler and she has like a good time and it goes like really well and she has a few dates with him and also pause because the names that this author used are so spot on. Don Adler. Exactly. That is such a 50s name. Like, I could see him so Well, vividly. and he fits as a Don. Yes. It was so good. <laughs> I have a thing with names. Yes. Dons are all alike. But it was so good. Like, that is he such a 50s a Hollywood yeah. name. Well, you really believed it. Yes. It was almost like you're like, were these people real? I'm yeah. reading a biography. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So this is the first time Evelyn was like actually with somebody that she liked that it wasn't just convenience. You know, like everything yeah. was kind of perfect. Like she liked him. He liked her. They were Hollywood. It was it was great. So Don marries her. And at her wedding, Harry is making sure that she's okay. You know, like, are you good? You know, you're going to be happy. They also decide to be the best friends at the wedding. Like, they're just chatting. Yeah. And she's like, we're going to be best friends forever. Let's just do this. He also tells her that he's gay. Well, he doesn't, like, come out and say, like, hey, I'm gay. But he hints at it. Like, no, I'll never be married. Yeah, I'll no, never have you know, this. Yeah. yeah. So, let again, we're pausing. Because, like, her telling Don hey, we're going to just be friends from here on out. We're doing life together. Don't fight me on it. Is exactly how you and I became friends. Yeah. I was like, let's just stick together. It's real crazy. Yeah. You're like, do you want to be best friends? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I need one of those, it seems like. (laughs) Well, like, if you want to be besties with somebody, asking doesn't seem to be that weird. Yeah, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Are we on the same page here? Communication in all relationships. Yes. It just reminded me of that. Like, we're going to be best friends. (laughs) Well, two months after being married to Don, Don has started hitting Evelyn. Yeah. That motherfucker. It's sad because she's like, I really did love him. And so then she started making excuses for him. Well, what happens is, is that Don is a hitter when he's not doing well in life. Yeah. So, like, real original man. So his movie is flopping, and he's losing it a bit, and he turns nasty, and the tabloids are asking why she didn't change her name, and that pisses him off. And he tells her that she needs to have a baby so that he looks like a man. Like, look how powerful I am. My wife is pregnant and growing a human. Aren't I the shit? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it sucks. Well, when she says, like, no, thank you, he smacks her around somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every little thing that doesn't make him look better well, is her and, fault, and he smacks her, and then he apologizes and loves her, and she deals with it well, for a and, while. Like, Evelyn is telling Monique that it was easy to forgive him because he was so good at apologizing. Mm-hmm. He would say sorry, but the next time the beatings began, it would be worse, and yeah. then the apology would be bigger. And so now you have this snowball effect where now he's not trying to cover the bruises anymore. Now they're on her face. But he's sending her flowers and, like, buying her villas. Yeah. And whatnot. But, okay, yeah, but you still broke my nose, dude. Yeah. I mean, he didn't break her nose in the book. But, I mean, he did throw her down the stairs Yeah, I was going to say, point. didn't she go down the stairs? Yeah. yeah. So Harry starts to see, that, like, the bruises and, like, kind of her change in behavior. And he tells her that he'll kill him. Which, yeah. best friend energy mm-hmm. right there. Like, yeah, absolutely. Well, she talks Harry down. And tells him that it doesn't matter, like, she loves him and she's not going to leave, so just let it be. So now Evelyn is starting, starring in the movie Little Women. And we get to meet some of her Hollywood co-stars. One of them is her buddy, Ruby Riley, and a really young, talented girl that they are all threatened by, Cecilia St. James. Okay, so her and Cecilia are getting, like, really close, and they're kind of becoming best friends, too. And the tabloids are saying that Evelyn is cold and won't give Don a baby. But it's really that Evelyn's kind of, like, backing off because Don beats the shit out of her, and Cecilia is fun, and they go have burgers and milkshakes. Yeah, and Cecilia, they were kind of little enemies at first, Uh so Cecilia was like, no, we're going to be friends, so... (laughs) 
Well, the tabloids aren't, like, giving up. So Evelyn comes up with this plan to, like, call a doctor, and, and the doctor is going to tell her the bad news that she lost the baby just to shut them up and leave her alone. She has to pretend that well, she's she had a miscarriage. Well, she realizes the maid is giving out information. Yes. So, like, her maid... About her. And it sees does the bruises yeah. on her body. And instead of like leaking that information, like Don beats his wife, she leaks the information that like Evelyn actually doesn't spend a lot of time at home. She doesn't like Don. And she's with Cecilia partying. But maybe a good we should time. tell her them why she doesn't want to be at home with Don. And that was one of the one things that made Evelyn the most mad mm-hmm. is she saw me with bruises. And barely being able to shower. But she still Made me seem like the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once the doctor calls her and that's done, life carried on, basically. And once they are at this party, it's like a movie premiere type thing. Ruby pulls Evelyn into a laundry room and tells her that Don is cheating on her, like, right now. Like, he's upstairs cheating but on Ruby Evelyn. But Ruby doesn't tell it, like, I'm your friend, I'm so sorry. It's kind of like a like, dig. pissed. Yeah. She's like, you're uh, having fun. Well, guess what your husband's doing. Yeah. Ruby's a bitch. Ruby also, at this, in the laundry room, tells Evelyn that Cecilia's a lesbian. But the real thing that stood out to me and to Monique is that when she's telling this part of her story, Evelyn didn't really care that Dawn was cheating Mm -hmm. on her. She cared about getting to Cecilia. And finding out if it was true. Yeah, and be like... Oh my God, are you, I have to find Cecilia. And then when she finds her, she's like, are you okay? And before we get to this part where it's revealed, there was this scene where Cecilia was changing in front of Evelyn. And Evelyn thinks no big deal of it and goes away. But as the days go forward, she's like, yeah, I can't get like the thought of her like seven freckles on her stomach out of my mind. Yeah. And she just talks about how beautiful she is yes, and how and soft she is. And and it doesn't seem that weird, really. No. I mean, like, it's just, like, little noticing things mm-hmm. here and there. And I don't think she even knows how she's feeling, really. No. But it was, like, this gradual thing. Mm-hmm. Well, when they find each other, they kiss and Evelyn leaves Dawn. But Dawn doesn't make it easy for Evelyn. Her and Cecilia move in together, but they don't really do anything for some time because, like, Evelyn is still trying to figure all of this out. And I love that Cecilia, like, let her take her time. And they just, I think, just love each they other. They just coexisted for a minute. It wasn't, like, a yeah. sexual relationship. It was just they loved each other. Mm-hmm. They were just coexisting. Because of the divorce and the studio taking Dawn's side, Evelyn takes a role in France, and it was perfect, and it even shot her into, like, this higher fame than Dawn ever was. Like, it's this shot of her coming out of the ocean topless, but right before you see any of her boobs, it, like, turns off. Yeah. So it left you, like, wanting more, and and nothing like that had ever been done, and it just skyrockets her, and Dawn is floundering. Yeah, Evelyn was really good at finding Mm -hmm. ways to boost herself back up in fame. She knew how to play the game. Well, during her time in France and while she's, like, living large, Dawn marries Ruby. Ruby was her friend, kind of. I think they thought they were friends. But that's so weird. I just... Evelyn was just like, okie (laughs) doke. It's just so shitty, though. But, and Ruby... 
You knew that he was cheating on his wife. Yes. And you thought, yep, that's a keeper. They all do that, though. Oh, not me. Yeah, it won't be me. Not me. I'll be the one that he stays with. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. (laughs) Well, life is bliss for Evelyn and Cecilia. Like, the world is starting to ask questions about their lifestyle, though. And Evelyn isn't really ready to... For any of that. Like, she doesn't want to come out. She's not still sure. She knows she loves Cecilia, but she doesn't Well, it's, know. it's not really okay in our society in that time. No. In the 60s. I mean, there were some places it was still legal, so. Illegal? Yeah. Yeah. They would have been in trouble. So, it would be hard to be like, oh, yes, we will do this, though. Right. Well, Evelyn comes up with this grand plan to throw everyone off like the scent of them being together and in love. And she is going to marry this guy named Mick after a night in Vegas and then getting it annulled the next day to make the media like talk about it instead of her life with Cecilia. It works, but it also breaks Cecilia's heart and she leaves Evelyn. Like Cecilia knew what Evelyn was going to do, but she didn't think that Evelyn would actually sleep with him. And she was like, I had to, or he would have known something was up. Yeah, that was part of it. But Evelyn was used to playing these kind of games. With men, And she was used to hurting people if she had to. Well, and Evelyn was also much more cutthroat than Mm -hmm. Cecilia was. So Mm -hmm. I think that it kind of took Cecilia by surprise because, like, she could never. Yeah. But also Cecilia was more comfortable with who she loved. And Evelyn was Well, and they, they also brought it up several times that... Cecilia grew up with a family with some money. Not like a ton of money, but they had some money. Yeah. And Evelyn grew up poor surviving. and surviving and her mother died and her, you know, her dad was not loving and she had to survive. And so Cecilia didn't understand. Well, no. And I think the other thing is too, is Cecilia, like you said, had opportunities, whereas Evelyn was used to I don't even know, like, the words. Like, Evelyn was used to using men in her advantage. Or like, they would use you. I mean, yes, she knew it was that. be used or use. Yeah, exactly. Well, and also, Cecilia had somewhere to go if this didn't work out. And Evelyn, Evelyn did didn't. Not, and no. she wasn't going back. She was on her own. She wanted not just money, but fame. She wanted to be something. So, her next movie that she does is a good movie, but the studio is kind of worried about, like, the how they're going to do the publicity of it all. So Evelyn comes up with this idea that she's going to have a contract marriage with her co-star Rex to help with their movie. And it's not the worst time that she's had in a marriage. Like they both plan it out. Like you do what you're going to do and I'm going to do what I want to do. But in the public eye, we're the perfect couple and it's all good. Yeah. So like Rex is like, hell, hell yeah. Like sounds good to me. And so like she doesn't care. But it all kind of comes to a halt because like, Rex falls in love, and they end up having a divorce, which Evelyn was fine with because, like, yeah, man, you fell in love. Mm -hmm. And even at the core of it, they were friends. So the plan is that they will tell everyone that Rex was having an affair with the lady that he was in love with, and she was having an affair with Harry. Harry likes this idea, and he tells her that they should just do it for real. I mean, she knows he's gay, and he knows that she's bi, but they love each other. And they're already family. Why not just make it legal? Yeah, and it's it's pretty uh, convincing, you know, well, the way he says it. And he's like, I love you. 
Well, and it works for Rex and Evelyn, too, because they were both cheating. It wasn't yeah. Rex is the bad guy and this is the other woman and Evelyn was a home Well, home. the other woman was pregnant, and so it, there was no way yeah. of hiding. And it wasn't like Evelyn was this whore because, like, they were both okay with it. And yeah. like Harry said, like, we are family. Like, I love you and we are family. Let's mm-hmm. just be a family and do life together. And I just thought that that was really sweet. And it worked out mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I liked the plan, too. I was like, do it. Yeah. So <laughs> Evelyn is up for an Oscar. She loses. But she runs to the bathroom to cry a little because, like, you just lost an Oscar. Yeah. It's okay to cry a little. Cecilia shows up. And they haven't seen each other for a couple of years, right? No. At this point, they hadn't. Um, I think that they have seen each other, like, ac- across the red carpet, but they yeah. haven't spoken It was a anything. bad breakup, too. Their yeah. breakup over um, Evelyn marrying that guy for a moment. I mean, because they were together for a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Well, it turns out that Celia is married to a gay man who happens to be in love with Harry. So this is pretty much the perfect scenario yeah, for them. Yeah, it's really perfect. I mean, it sounds kind of goofy. Like, yeah. of course, that would be how it is. But, but it really, it, the way it's written, it worked out well. Well, because, you like, Harry it. and John, who is Celia's husband publicly, can pass it off as, like, best friends. And, like, when they're together, it'll just be, like, a double date. Yeah. When, really, they're both on and dates with all live in other. New York now, mm-hmm. right? And No, not yet, I don't think. They do move to New York. They move to New York? Yes. Yeah. After Harry and Evelyn get to be married, everyone moves to New York. So they live life like that for quite a while. And it is a family. Yeah. And things are good. And that's what I love about this book, too, is that everything seems so messy, but they're a family. It really shows you a million different ways relationships can go. Yes. And how families Mm -hmm. are made. Yeah. Because I just, like, they really all and gosh, love each other. Like, it makes you think, gosh, there is no answer. No. For how a relationship no. should be. There's no answer at all. No. It's just a mess. And, but it was so pretty. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. they were all in love with each other. Like, Evelyn was in love with Celia. Harry was in love with John. Yeah. But they loved each other. Like, when they both went home that night, they were still with their buddies. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just thought it was great. Well, one day, Harry tells... Evelyn, that he thinks that they should have, like, a baby for real. And she agrees to it. But, of course, they have to talk to, like, the other people in their lives. And Celia has some questions. And I feel like that's totally fine. But something about the way she words things kind of rubs me the wrong way. And this is the first time in this whole book where I'm not a fan of her. Oh, no. I had moments. I mean, I liked her. But I had moments where she's a little condescending. She's a little snooty a little bit but I liked them together still even though she wasn't my cup of tea you know but then yeah she can't handle these things real well I liked her fine I mean I loved all of them but the way she talks to Evelyn about how like I the way I look at it is I think that Celia wants to be Evelyn's entire world she's very possessive yeah. and Evelyn is like I can love all of my people and still you be the best part of it yeah and Celia's like, that's not enough. I don't want... You. She's like, I'm going to let you have a baby, of course, but I might not be so happy about it. Yeah, and she or doesn't the, really want anything no. to do with it. I mean, she's not saying, like, I won't be around the baby, but she's not going to have this a part her thing. in raising their baby. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of shitty because... A baby is your whole world. Yeah. Lots of times, for a while at least. This you know? was just my... That was just the first thing that 
happened where I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that. So Evelyn and Terry have this baby girl, and they named her Connor, which I thought was adorable. Yeah, it is cute. <laughs> so Evelyn and Harry are living in bliss with this new baby, and they kind of fall into a routine, and everyone seems happy. Everyone's this good. This part was so sweet to me. Yes. Because they are like a, the sweetest little family. They both just, they've already loved each other, and now they love this little human that they together. Created. Yeah. That they and did. it's such a happy, sweet time in her life. Well, and the, you've created, like, you have have your wife right here and this baby that you created with your bestie yeah it's just yeah. like full circle yeah. it was sweet and everyone's in a routine and while Celia's not as involved as everyone else well they gave kid, them some space I think for a little while and when baby, it changed that was so sad to me I thought this baby was the center of their world though mm-hmm. and that's great but, like, when Celia finally came back and broke the routine of what yeah. her and Harry did in the morning, did with their breakfast yeah. and spending time with Connor, to me that was like, oh, Get it's out of like here. Yeah. it did have to change, I guess. Where's Celia going to go? She's going to be there. Yeah. But it was a sad change. But, let fa- but again, real life, because families are like that. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you break your routine. And you got to make room for other people. Yes. Yeah. So, this is just so real this book was so real yeah i loved every second of it so now evelyn is kind of thinking that she wants to go back to work and when she does her co-star happens to be freaking dawn yeah her second husband yes and they talk and they don't really become buddies but they do come to like this truce. Like while we're filming, this is how we're going to behave around little, each they're other. They're kind of over it anyway. Yes, you know? life has gone on. She has this baby. We all know you're an idiot. You know, yeah. like it's fine. Well, while she's doing the movie, the director comes up with the idea to do a racy scene, and she agrees with it without talking to Celia first. Yeah. Well, when she does bring it up to Celia, it doesn't go very well at all. And Celia loses her shit. And she says that she won't be able to handle seeing Evelyn make love to somebody else. Especially someone she's had a relationship with. Yes, and Evelyn is kind of like, well, that sucks because, like, I already did it. You know, that is kind of the job. Like, we're Mm -hmm. actors. Things like that are going to come up. Well, Cecilia leaves. And when she's leaving, she tells her... I mean, like, Cecilia leaves when Evelyn tells her. But when Evelyn goes back to talk to her about it to see if they can work it out, she tells Evelyn that Evelyn can't be loved enough by anyone to give up her life. I did not like that at all because Evelyn loves a lot of people. Yeah. I think Evelyn loves Cecilia wholeheartedly almost. Uh You know what I mean? I mean, like, as a lover and a, a partner... She loved Harry in a different way. She loved Connor in a different way. There's different loves. But I didn't like that Cecilia, that Celia was like, I want you to do the job and you should have your own life, but not this way. She didn't understand the kind of fame Evelyn wanted. No. And Evelyn understood the business. A scene of her and her ex-husband together. Yeah, that was People sell were going to go see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I just didn't like that she's like, no one's going to ever love you enough to give it all up no, you shouldn't have to give up your dreams because somebody that loves you wants you the book, to. Celia said some of the meanest shit. I agree. Yeah, she was a mean and one. don't get me wrong, Evelyn was not always a likable character. I don't think she said a lot of mean things. She did bad things. She did shifty shit. Yeah. But she wasn't 
nasty. It was a weird relationship with these characters because, like, you knew after a while, Evelyn is not a great person. Mm Mm-mm. But you still kind of like her. You love her anyway. Yeah. yeah it, you're and she, for her anyways. Also, her being pretty open about she knew she wasn't good kind of helps. Well, and you know? she was honest. Like, no, you might not have the gumption mm-hmm. and the fight to do what it takes, but I'm going to. Yeah. And if you can't get on board with my program, then yeah, we're not yeah. going to work out. But anyways, life moves on, and her and Harry are living together. Well, John, Harry's husband, essentially, ends up having a heart attack. And it's the worst, because Harry, like, really loved him. And he's basically losing, like I said, a husband. And he had to mourn him publicly as a friend, but he lost more than a friend. Yes, it's so sad. But, and then their whole life has changed now. Yes. Because and like, their group is broken up. And then how are... I, I don't know. It's just, it is really sad. To me, the writing in this part was the beginning of, oh, life really just hits you in the balls sometimes because he's lived his whole life in private mm-hmm. and now he can't even grieve publicly either. Yeah. It's just it's like one of those things where you're like, God, but it was so freaking good. Mm-hmm. So after another year at the Oscars, Evelyn finally wins. And Max, the director of her last film, tells her that he loves her and asks her to marry him, even though she's already married. Like, she's still married to Harry. Harry is actually down for it because he wants Evelyn to be loved like he loved John and Celia loved her. And he knows that, like, Evelyn can love a man or a woman. And so he was like, if you can get that with Max, then get that with Max. But she doesn't really want to leave Harry because, like, she loves him, too. It's not the kind of love that you would for a husband, but it is love. Yeah, and he is family. And he says to her, like, nothing is going to change that love between us. But you do have the opportunity to have mine plus a little bit extra. I think that he is not, like, I don't think he's, like, yes, let's do this. But he knows that life is hard and he's not in a great spot anyway. So just go for it and we'll see (laughs) how life goes. I mean, he's just working through trying to get over the love of his life. You know, I don't think he's... Well, and I think it was almost kind of like his way of being like, yeah, I kind of need a second too without having to Mm -hmm. say I need a second too. Well, she marries Max and it goes well for about two seconds because Max loves the idea of her, but not actually her. Oh, that's broke my heart too. Me too. Because you get it. You're like, oh yeah. So he likes taking photos with her and he likes the way guys look at her, but he doesn't really like love her. And he also doesn't know anything about her. in love with the chase of her too. Yes. It's almost like one of those things when you have a crush on somebody and then you go on a date and they chew horribly. Well, I don't know if he like was, it was just the whole game he was yeah. into. He's not into, he, like she said, he doesn't even know who I am. And he wasn't that excited even on their honeymoon. Well, he finds out also that Evelyn and Cecilia are a thing. So He finds letters, so right? So Evelyn and Cecilia have been passing, like mailing letters to each other. You know, like nothing crazy, just... And this has been a few years. What's going on? Yeah. So they've calmed down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Max finds them. And he's pissed about it. Then Evelyn is like, fuck you. And bounces. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to go see her. So Celia ends up winning another Oscar. And during her speech, she gives uh, Evelyn like a really discreet shout out. And 
Evelyn reaches out to her. Mm-hmm. You know, so like that's how they end up rekindling that. So Evelyn is like, look, I left Max. Let's meet up yeah. and have dinner. While they're at dinner, Celia tells her that she wants to move away with Evelyn because she's dying. And she wants the last of her years that she has left to be alone with Evelyn and to have like a quiet life. Well, Evelyn and Harry are kind of at odds with this because he doesn't want to move. And he has met somebody that he's also in love with. And they have their daughter together and their daughter would have to go with uh, Evelyn. And and she's a teenager, right? At this point. And she wouldn't be real happy about leaving either. Well... But she's a wild teenager. Yeah, she's doing all kinds of crazy. So that appeals to Evelyn. Evelyn, Like, let's get her out to the countryside where there's goats in the sea. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. She could just be a real kid and not be our kid Mm -hmm. known for being famous, you know? Well, one night while Evelyn is out and about, when she's coming home, her and her driver come across a car accident. And when she gets out of the car accident or car to help, it's Harry and his boyfriend that he just told her about. So she knows that the other guy in the car, Harry's boyfriend, has passed. Like, he's not here anymore. But Harry, who was driving and is also very drunk. He's had a drinking problem for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's alive. So Evelyn decides that she can't have Harry go to prison for drunk driving. So she changes the crime scene. She pulls the other guy out of the car and puts Harry in the passenger seat and puts the other guy in the driving seat and wipes away all traces of Harry driving. Like, she totally changes the scene. Well, Harry ends up passing away in the hospital anyways. And Evelyn and her daughter are, of course, like, completely lost. Yeah, it's horrible. So after some time, Evelyn agrees to marry Celia's brother. Celia's brother, yes. yes. Because... When she dies, Celia wants to leave everything to Evelyn, but she knows that they can't do that. Like, legally, that won't fly. So in her mind, if you marry my brother, my brother will be okay with me leaving it to him, and he'll give it to you. Yeah. What a mess, huh? And so... But it works. But it's still a mess. But, I mean, like, if everyone's on board, I mean, yeah, it is a lot. People, I mean, like... Thank they, God times have changed. They created another little family, too. They'd mm-hmm. have game nights, yeah. all, even with her brother well, and her daughter. Spain. And they're in Spain, yeah. And it's nice for a while. Okay. So this is when it gets, like, really hard and heavy for me. So they're in Spain, right? Celia dies, and she gets bur- buried next to Harry and John. And during her funeral, Evelyn loses it, and she goes to sit next to Harry's grave And she just sits next to him and cries. And this really got to me because after all this time, after all of this life that she's lived, she's grieving and she needed her bestie. Yeah. And I just... Oh, it's so sad because she's lost everybody. But it was like the thought of, like, no, I mean, just everyone that you've done life with, basically. You would think you'd have somebody with you. Well, and the idea with. that, again, like after all this time, she just needed her yeah. buddy. So during this time, she goes on to stay with Celia's brother. And they ended up staying together until he dies. So that's basically the story of Evelyn's life. And Evelyn is tells Monique that the, dry, that the boyfriend, Harry's, in the car was a black man who was a photographer. And it hits Monique. That it was her dad. Yeah. That 
Harry's boyfriend was her dad. Yeah, but the last little bit, she tells Monique about taking care of her daughter who was dying as well. Her daughter had cancer in her 40s. And so then Monique gets kind of mad, like, did you do that so I would feel sorry for you? Mm -hmm. Because you lost everybody, but you took my dad from me. His legacy, you know, like made him look bad. Well, and then Monique also gets handed this letter that Evelyn had had all these years. And it was a note from her dad to Harry saying that while he loved Harry, he loved Monique and Monique's mom more. And he wasn't and willing he to wasn't give it up. And he wasn't going to stay with his family. Yeah. And Evelyn has known that for years and let these people think yeah. the worst of him. The, the world, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now Monique knows that her dad wasn't a drunk driver. And she has, like we said, mixed feelings about it. Because, again, like she spent her whole life thinking that he did this thing that killed people. Yeah. And also now she knows that her dad had an affair with a man. Yeah, and she didn't know that part. He was cheating on her mom. Well, and then so Monique goes home because, like, she's kind of pissed at Evelyn, obviously. And she's emotional, yeah. So she is, like, just packs up her shit and gets out of there. Well, her mom is ends up visiting her that evening, and she asks her mom what her marriage to her dad was like. And her mom is all smiles and is like... You know, we were best buddies, that we loved each other. There wasn't a ton of passion, but they just really liked being around each other. That it was... And she asked her something like, would you trade that for the passion? And she said, no, no. I did life with my best friend. Yeah. And it just... I was like, oh, good. Don't tell her that. But didn't that yeah. just make you want to <laughs> hug yeah. all of your people? Yeah. Well, and I... So good to hear that said. Yes. That's not what you're taught. No. You're not taught that, like, you can just love people. And it may not fit into a perfect little box that society says it should. But, like, it doesn't have to be about the passion and about this and that and the having things. It's about having the people. You know what? I can't remember who I was talking to or what brought it up in conversation. But we were talking about, like, life and whatnot and our husbands basically is what we were talking about and I was like I think it was someone who was getting a divorce and while that happens and whatnot I was like after so many years though with Royce I would just be like let's just be buds man like we have these two kids we have this life this is just a different phase of our lives we can be buds if when I want something more I'll read a book Yeah. Let's just be buds at this point. We can be best friends and still completely enjoy each other. and that's what her dad was choosing. Uh Uh-huh. He was choosing his family life. Yes. It was more important than the passion. Yes, I agree. And I think that... And it is. And it wasn't necessarily... At the end of your life, are you going to be like, well, at least I had all that passion? Or look at all the people that I love standing around me. Yes, exactly. And that's the other thing I wanted to point out. It wasn't just about, like, husbands and wives. Like, there were so many different types of important relationships Mm -hmm. in this book. I mean, for... The author to sit down and think, I'm going to write a book about a woman who has seven husbands, but she also has other relationships. But the love of her life was her best friend. Yes. And it's like... Or Celia. Celia, yeah. Yeah. It's like, man, she really went for it with relationships. She got them all. That is a tough one. What would you rate this one? I mean, like a five. 
million out of five. Yeah. A million out of five. This book, oh, so I was talking, my neighbor Crystal also read this book. She was done with it before I did. Like, she read it way before I yeah. read it. And I was talking to her about it. She summed it up perfectly. It's, she was like, it gave me all the Elizabeth Taylor vibes mm-hmm. and left me with a book hangover. I know. I, I think I even looked up Elizabeth uh-huh. Taylor to see if some of it kind of matched. Yeah. Because it was like, it is Elizabeth Taylor, yeah. I feel like. But, like, I don't even care about Hollywood. That's no. not my thing I care about. I don't care about glamour. Mm-mm. I'm, that's not really something I want we in know, life. You want yeah. the herbs I in want Scotland. the herbs in Scotland <laughs> and the Highlanders and the, the forest. Yeah, not a vampire in sight. No, yeah, no <laughs> mythical creatures. Anyway, but, definitely no lashes. Yeah. No, but this you just enjoyed the story. Mm. It didn't matter that it's not my cup of tea. Usually, there were times when I was like holding my neck. Yeah. Where I was like essentially like clutching my pearls where mm-hmm. I was like pulling at my collar like oh my god because it was such real emotion. Oh yeah, I would say don't read this if you haven't lived life yet because if life has beat you down a little bit, you're ready for I this. I would book. say no read this before no. you've lived life because it's not the fairy tale. It doesn't break this your heart is real though, life. as much if you've That's lived true. some life. Oh yeah, it's like when one you're hit 16 after another and you read this book you're going to be like there's no point yeah. going on. <laughs> It's one hit after another, yeah. and not all the hits hurt as bad because you understand that's what it is. You've dealt with that before. You, she so, has a lot of hits. There, I mean, but it was so Hollywood. Yeah, and I've never read a book that was so something. Yeah, this was so freaking Hollywood, which was so cool. So there is this scene, and it wasn't like anything, but it has stuck with me to this day, where Evelyn and Celia are driving in. Celia's mm-hmm. pink convertible down Sunset Boulevard drinking milkshakes. Yeah. So 50s And that Hollywood. is another thing, too. Not only does she nail, like, the mystery of it to make you want to read, the relationships of it to make you want to read, but you can picture it. Mm-hmm. You're in that world. Rex. Yeah. Dawn. I mean, like, yeah. they're so thought out. Yeah. So I don't know so how cool. she did it by herself. I don't know I mean, either. Had, she's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, like, great. she really is one of those people where you're like, oh, no, you're doing exactly what yeah. you need to be doing. Yeah. This, don't yeah, ever she was stop She's definitely writing. given a yeah. gift. Yeah. Don't ever stop. Yeah. Ever. I Keep hope going. she every year pops one out. I We've do, got too. a couple more to read of hers, and I think they'll be great, too. So, hands down, go get this book. Yeah, I don't care who you are. You'll yeah. like it. Yeah. Go get it. Exactly. Because, like, like, normally we're like, I would recommend this to everybody. Yeah, we all have relationships. Yeah. I would everybody recommend this to world. everybody. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. It's so good. But, my, like, my, like Crystal, my neighbor, said, that was the mm-hmm. perfect summary. All the Elizabeth Taylor vibes going to leave you with a book hangover. Yeah. So. It really does. Yeah. Hands down, that's the best. I think next week... Ugh, we're going to be doing after. Yeah. <laughs> after we fell. Number three, yeah. Number three. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a like on Instagram at bookish like that and follow us on our Patreon where we do basically the same thing but with stuff on Netflix and Hulu and Amazon mm-hmm. and all that good jazz. And we'll see you later, readers. Bye. Bye.